Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And sometimes, if you're watching YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes, we put on construction wear just because. And Dave's over here next to me. That's I can right. barely, I'm barely even talk Dressed normally. like one of the village people right now. Yes. With um, He's rocking it. my orange construction vest and XO hard hat. And this we have this because the XO headquarters is being built right now, just yes. up the road as we speak, in the marriage capital of the world, South Lake, South Lake Texas. Texas. Come visit anytime. This building is is amazing. Um, you can go to xobuilding.com and you can check out everything about the place and how you can you can support it. You can be part of it. You can have a, a legacy piece of this amazing property. And we're so excited about it. So I'm dressed, ready to go visit. <laughs> but I'm also dressed in this uh, this hard hat and orange wear because we're talking about something today that's dangerous. You know, this is protective wear. Right. Dangerous feelings. This is part five. No, 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 no. Part six. six. In our nine-part series, The Nine Habits That Lead to Divorce, and part six, The Habit That Leads to Divorce here, is trusting your feelings mm-hmm. more than your commitments and how those right. dangerous feelings can lead you astray. But before we dive into today's episodes, if you want more ridiculous stuff like this guy over here in a hard hat (laughs) and behind the scenes things where you can see what really goes on, uh, you know, behind the scenes of our podcast and with the ministry and also get extra content. Ad free. Ad free. That's and that's like probably the best part. You want to become a premium subscription member and you can do that by going to nakedmarriage.supercast.com. It's only $5 a month. All that money goes to support the ministry that we're all doing here at XO Marriage and that's to just help people have stronger marriages and thriving marriages. And so you're really um, becoming part of a lasting legacy when you pay that $5 a month, but you also get ad-free episodes on the Naked Marriage and also additional episodes. So definitely go check that out. All right, you ready to dive in? Let's get this marriage under construction. Oh my goodness. Starting now. Let's go. All right. I've sadly taken off the hard hat and the vest. You have marks on your head left over. But, but yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you could probably still see little marks on my head from the, the hard hat I was wearing <laughs> for the EXO building and for safety gear since we're talking about dangerous feelings. I just want to say that you'll do anything to build... Stronger marriages. Oh, touche. Yes. That's right. I'm in the building business. I can't swing a hammer. (laughs) So this is the only building I'm at all qualified to do because I'm so bad with tools on a side note that the only tools I own looks like a 
child's fishing tackle box. It's just tiny little little tools. Ashley owns all the real tools. She's you're, you've gotten really good over the years. I've gotten you have. better, but it, it's th- I'm still far from good. She's she's handy. You got it. You got it. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about this habit number six that could lead to divorce if you don't if you don't stop this habit. And the habit is trusting your feelings more than your commitments. And we live in a world that tells us the opposite. We live in a world that says, follow your truth, follow your feelings. And your feelings are right and true no matter what they say. But listen, your feelings can lead you to some terrible places. Oh, yeah. Your feelings can lead you into an affair. Your feelings can lead you um, into all kinds of selfish and reckless and prideful choices. Mm-hmm. And so your feelings were never meant to be your guide. Now, they're, they're a tool. They're something God gave us, but they're, they're, they're not meant to be your, ap- your guide. Our principles and our unchanging faith and promises and vows, like those are the things that are our guide. That's right. God himself guiding us. And our feelings can catch up. But if you're in the trap of following your feelings, your feelings can lead you off of a ledge. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, a lot of times people will fall into this kind of negative habit because they're lonely. Yeah. Like where we see people really, really struggle with this is maybe the marriage has felt disconnected for a long time and, and they just, they're not looking to have an affair. I don't really, I I believe that most people aren't just like, you know what, I'm just going to go bust up my marriage and have an affair. I think it happens very subtly and it's usually stems from loneliness and and a lack of connection in their marriage. And what you'll see is there's not a lot of conversation happening at home. There's a disconnect and, and they'll have like an opposite sex friend in quotation marks at work or in the neighborhood or at the gym or, you know, wherever. It could even be at church, you know, and they just start really sharing things with this friend. They they think it's innocent. They think it's harmless. And before you know it, the sharing things becomes flirtatious. Yeah. And before you know it, those flirtatious moments turn into fantasies. And you start thinking, you know what? My life would probably be better with this other person. And you start really believing that lie. And and all during that time, you're completely ignoring your your spouse and, and even tending to your marriage because your heart's becoming tethered to this other person. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what conversation does, guys. I mean, we talk about, you know, how to have a great sex life. It starts with conversation. Well, kind of the flip side about it is you have to be very careful with other people of the opposite sex and the kind of conversations you have with them because before you know it, you can feel this, this, you know, draw emotionally to this person and even sexually to this person. And you start making decisions that you never thought you would make. And, uh, and you end up kind of in this wreckage of an inappropriate relationship at the least and a, a fully adulterous relationship at the most. Yeah. And it's just heartbreaking. And it, and it happens all the time. It happens all, and, and people, it, it, you, you guys, it's no respecter of persons. Like sin is sin, temptation is temptation. We're all human beings. And we all have to be really, really mindful and put up boundaries in place because there's not one of us out there that if in, you know, in the wrong circumstances where we're kind of not having boundaries that, that could fall for something like this. So we need to be very careful. But again, I think maybe the reason why it's so prevalent is because people trust their feelings so much. For sure, yeah. They've bought into the myth and the lie that like, if you follow your heart, mm-hmm. your heart will always lead you to the right place because that's what their graduation card said and that's what the card said, the Hallmark card they got on their wedding said, mm-hmm. and that's what the 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 guy in the Hallmark movie said. and. <laughs> All the way down the list, like we get messages. Pretty much Hallmark, you guys, who's perpetuating this. But even though I do love a Hallmark movie, I just want to say that. Everybody's hair is perfect. The colors are beautiful. The weather's perfect. Yeah. 
It's just so cozy. I know. But it's not a good place to necessarily find the best marriage and life advice. And it's also completely unrealistic and a fake universe. But, you know, there is this perpetuating. And you know what's going to happen. She, you the, know the, what's going to happen. The big city girl that comes back to her hometown isn't going to marry the the jerk millionaire Wall Street guy. She's going to marry the lumberjack that went. she <laughs> went to high school. It's always a lumberjack. But then he also started like a scented candle company that ends up being worth a billion dollars. And he yes. ends up rich too. And and everybody's happy. But um, And they have the best, straightest, white, whitest teeth I've ever seen in my life. They really do. I just want to say that. It's pretty impressive. It is. But you know, when it comes to, you know, the choices we make in our marriage and and things like that, it's just, we don't live in a Hallmark universe, you guys. Like, we live in the real world, and we can't get caught up in feelings. Like, feelings are not meant to be our compass. Feelings, you know, they are something that we don't need to completely ignore. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, Dave always says this, and I love this image. It's like a warning light on your car. Like, yeah. there's a signal okay, something's going on here. And if you have, like, you know, for example, in this instance, if you have these dangerous feelings where you're starting to feel an attraction, a pull to this other person who is not your spouse, that's a warning light to say, get away. I mean, that's not a warning light to say, engage. But our feelings, you know, if we follow the feelings, that's what we do. We end up engaging and we end up, again, making choices we didn't think we would make and hurting our spouse and our family in the process. And so if that's you, I mean, let this be the day where you're like, oh, need to put boundaries in place. That's not only am I having dangerous feelings, that's somebody you could maybe label for you personally right now and for your marriage. That's a dangerous person for you. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Inflation is out of control, and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily, and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. 
Start saving money today. Yeah. You know, that we know people who use that kind of um, terminology. Um, and it's not that that person may not even have a radar for this. Right. Yeah. They, they might they not be completely innocent, have any kind of impure motives or right. be interested in you at all. Right. But, right. But if you're really drawn to them, yeah. then you've got to just say, okay, well, that for me, that's a dangerous person because yeah. uh, I'm drawn to them. And you know what? You're, you're going to notice other people are attractive. You're going to even have connection with other people. Yeah. But when that connection is with somebody the opposite sex, even if it's something totally innocent, um, you've just got to be so mindful of that and say, I, I need to put up extra boundaries there. Right. I don't want right. to lean into that. I don't want to go looking for that person because I enjoy the conversation so much or because, right. you know, she laughs at all my jokes or he makes me laugh or, mm-hmm. or, or they compliment me or they notice things about me and or they're, they, they're into the same stuff I'm into and we love just talking about it. I don't want to keep seeking them out for the feeling that it gives me right? because- that is just playing with fire. It is. And what can happen, like Ashley talked about before, you know, your your heart's going to slowly start being tethered to that person in a way that your heart's being pulled away from your spouse. Right. And you're not tending to your spouse anymore. And, and sometimes when people write us and they say, oh, I'm not attracted to my spouse anymore. And you really dig to the root of that. It's not that that your spouse is just dramatically and drastically changed from, you know, from from the person you fell in love with as much as it is that that you've let your eyes or your heart kind of wander away from them into other people or pursuits. And now because your spouse has not been the object of your affection for so Mm -hmm. long, then now naturally the the feelings are going to evaporate too. And you've Mm -hmm. got to sometimes lead your feelings back to your spouse by pursuing them again, doing all the things for your spouse that you would do if you felt madly in love. Exactly. And what you'll find is where your treasure is there, your heart will be also as you give the best of yourself to your spouse, your heart will usually catch up, which means your feelings will usually catch up. But you can't, again, trust your feelings in all of this. You have to go back to your commitment. I trust the commitment I made. I trust that God is with me in this and that he wants our marriage to thrive and that I'm I'm gonna act accordingly. And Lord, help my feelings catch up. But even if they don't, then let me love. And realizing love is not a feeling. So I can wholeheartedly say I love my spouse, even if in that moment I don't feel the gushy feelings of love for them, because I'm saying love in in its purest form. Love is a commitment. I'm committed to you no matter what. I'm here for you no matter what. I'm willing to sacrifice for you no matter what, because that's what love is. And as we do those things for a person, our feelings tend to catch up, and you're going to probably find yourself being more drawn to them, more attracted to them in the process. Right. You know, I would even equate it to this. Uh, you guys have heard me, and, and and stay with me here for a minute. I'm just going to use this example. You've heard me share my testimony on here about having postpartum depression and then it lingering and turning into full-on clinical depression. Well, what if when I was going through postpartum depression and not feeling the gushy mother, you know, mothering feelings for my precious newborn son. If I just followed my feelings and just ignored, isolated, never nursed him, never did anything for him, you all would be like, terrible mom. I can't believe you're like abandoning your child. Yeah. But yet when it comes to marriage, there's this, I think as a culture, okay, there's this narrative like, well, once the feeling goes, girl, you go, go follow your feelings. Yeah, follow your heart. In yeah. essence, like honor your feelings. But you guys, we we don't honor our your feelings. Like we honor our commitments and the people we made the commitments to. That, that is such a powerful illustration because it's so clear. It's so clear. In the clear. baby illustration, it's like, no, I'm committed to this child. This is, this my, is child. my child. 
And and I may not feel what I think I should be feeling or what anybody thinks I should be feeling right now. But it's my feelings that are wrong. Right. Not this They're relationship. They're lying to me. My They're feelings lying are lying to me. to me. Right. And yeah. my feelings are untrue right now. Right. And I'm going to, so I'm going to ignore them. Right. And I'm going to do what I know to be right. Well, I'm not, a, I didn't ignore them. Right. That was the wrong I word. was processing them because. I'm not, I'm not going to follow them. I'm not following them. Right. Because I needed help because my brain and my heart was just. It, you know, there was a lot of hormones and serotonin levels off, and I had to get professional help. I mean, I went to counseling for years. I got on Zoloft. I did all the things. I'm very open about my process. And over time, my feelings did catch up. But in the meantime, you know, I I was there for my baby, and yeah. we were there for our baby. And I that, didn't just say, "Well, this is how I'm feeling. See you later." I mean, it's it, that would be it would be so tragic, and I would lose my parental rights. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what would happen. But when it comes to marriage, I don't know why we have this different approach. And now, because you 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 were such a faithful mom in those early days, even when you yourself weren't having those feelings with postpartum depression. Yeah. And now, you know, you're well, you're so close to our oldest son. I love all my kids. And you I mean, cried it, when he got his driver's license. And you know, course. you're so close. Of course. Of course, because your you feelings catch it, up. It catches it catches up. And in a tough season of marriage, most of the time. If that couple will just say, you know what, this is a tough season. We're going to acknowledge that it's tough, but we're going to press through, love each other well, serve each other, lean on God. We're going to pray. And even if my feelings are saying, abandon this marriage, go find somebody else, I'm going to ignore that because those feelings are lying to me, and we're going to persevere. Once you get through that tough season, on the other side of it, most of the time is a much better season where you you and your spouse do have this beautiful reconnection. And most couples that have been married for 50, 60 years and are in love and best friends and holding hands walking around the mall, they've had seasons where they didn't feel like being married. For sure. Every, every single one. They will all tell you that if they're being honest. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's just so true. Everybody has a story. And I just want to say too, sweetie, just, just to clarify, we don't completely ignore our feelings. Right, yes. I'm but we do process them. We look at them as the sign that something's off. I'm not saying there's no place for feelings because God did give us yeah, feelings they're, for they're a, a reason. They, they are a gift. They're a gift, not a compass. They are. Yeah, yes, exactly. And so we do need to, you know, if we're having, like we don't, like we feel nothing. Sometimes people will write us and they'll say, I literally am numb. I feel nothing for my spouse or for the future. And, um, you know, I, I just don't know what to do. And, it, you know, and a lot of times there's probably depression that has set in. And a lot of times there's some trauma that's happened. Maybe in the past, maybe it has to do with their spouse, maybe not at all. I mean, sometimes there's things that happen in our past that we have pushed down so deep that it kind of bubbles, you know, there's a trigger that happens that makes it bubble, those old feelings bubble back up. And, and we end up, you know, again, our feelings start lying to us. And so it's not that we just completely ignore them, but we do process them and get people who are specially trained in this to help us process these. Because I I know for me personally, just going back to the example of postpartum depression, it really helped. You know, I, it wasn't, postpartum depression was a symptom uh, that a lot of people experienced, but for me personally, it kind of lingered and turned into, um, you know, full, full-fledged depression that went on for four years, there was a lot of underlying stuff I hadn't dealt with um, for for really from childhood, and I had to process it with a professional. And I'm so glad, you know, through that time of counseling, I was able to understand why I would feel that way, you know? And sometimes we don't understand it. Sometimes, sometimes it's just hormones, or sometimes it's, you know, a huge change in season, or, you know, there's a lot of reasons. But I think that instead of just abandoning our marriage and looking for, um, you know, comfort in other places, 
we need to really get the help we that we that we need to heal but we also need to be open with our spouse and you know if you're feeling disconnected go to your spouse and say listen i i don't like the feelings i'm having right now because i think and i think it's rooted in us being disconnected and i'm not blaming you but i'm asking you to help me i'm asking you to to walk alongside me and to to like help me get the help that I need, but also the help that we need and just be that, that honest. And what you'll find, you know, a lot of times your spouse, they may not even have any clue that you're feeling that way sure. because you've fallen into this routine. And when you open up and are that honest with them, for most spouses, they're honored that you would open up and trust them with that information. You know, especially if you're not accustomed to that, especially if it's been a long season of not really sharing life, it can really be kind of that thing to get the ball rolling in the right direction. And and that vulnerable moment might be something that propels you both towards more feelings. Exactly, right. If you're feeling numb, though, if you're feeling stuck, don't always assume it's because it's because this marriage is doomed or anything like that. I mean... It might just be, there might be some other factor like Ashley was talking about. I know like when, when I had COVID years ago and early on, but before there were vaccines or anything, I had right. it pretty bad and I couldn't taste or smell anything. Right. And so my, my body, my senses were telling me as I would take a bite of something, this has no flavor at all. Mm-hmm. This has no smell at all. My, my feelings are telling me with certainty, this is flavorless. And the truth was there was nothing wrong with the food there was wrong with my ability to process it correctly. Mm -hmm. There was something wrong inside of me that was warping the way that I was, you know, tasting or not tasting. And I think sometimes when we're feeling that numbness in marriage on on an emotional level or even a spiritual level, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily because of some external factor. I mean, that could be part of it. There, there, There could be something broken in the marriage, but often we need to say, Lord, Start inside of me. Like, what is it maybe in me that's created this numbness? And like, you know, Ashley mentioned, it it could be from a thing like depression or hormones being off or a myriad of other factors. And in those moments, you have to just say, it isn't always going to be like this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep going. I I kept eating (laughs) even when I couldn't taste anything because I knew like, I'm not going to eat as much probably, but I'm going to keep eating because my body needs this food. Right. And eventually I'll be able to taste it again. But in the meantime, I'm going to eat some things I know to be healthy so that I have the energy to to keep going because that's something that I need. Even though I can't feel it, even though I can't enjoy it, I'm going to do it because I know it's what's best. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, my taste buds came back and now, like usual, I just eat too much because I like <laughs> it so much. And I think that in marriage, sometimes we have to do those things as well. But if you need help getting unstuck, there's no shame at all. And reaching out for help. In fact, uh, most of us have moments in our marriage. You know, we've we've leaned on counselors and the help of mentors and others over the years. We have a team here at XO. You hear us talk about them a lot. They they have helped so many people. Our XO mediators are marvelous, and they would meet with you in person or via Skype or on the phone or whatever you can do. You can go to xomarriage.com/help and get kind of the full full list of how to contact them, how to schedule something. And that might be the very thing you need to take action and pull yourself out of this uh, this current rut that you might be in. Mm-hmm.